Hold on. I'm doing this stupid thing where I'm like, how do I record again? <laughs> We're back. <laughs> Welcome to... Oh my gosh. Are we back? Because I'm not. Redo. Okay. Welcome back to Novel Bound. I'm Anna. And I'm Celine. And today we're doing a Q&A where we, this is basically questions from our Discord. So if you haven't joined our Discord yet, Celine, drop the name of it. The League of Insatiable Creatives. And I'm going to give like a quick summary of what it is. Basically, last year we did the Bloom writing series and there was a bunch of creatives there that were awesome. And I feel like Instagram is more toxic than it is helpful in terms of building community mm-hmm. because there's a lot of like competition and wanting to be perfect. And in order to see someone's stuff, you have to scroll through 85 ads. But Discord mm-hmm. is absolutely like we're keeping it free. Um, people are already chatting and helping each other with like how to query and people are looking at each other's stuff. And it is such stuff. a fun community. Like I genuinely feel like I'm not like re- like sometimes on mm-hmm. Instagram, I'm like, oh, I have to respond to this comment so that Instagram seeing that we're being active on the algorithm. But like, I, there's no motivation behind responding. No. It's just genuinely a fun community. And it's like, it's not just about like writing. It's for anyone that wants to be creative. So there's photographer little things, there's art, there's painting, there's procreate. Yeah. And we just talk about books we're reading, books yeah. we want to read. And I have very specific roles. I actually did a whole live on Instagram where I was like, there will be no bullying. There will be no cancel culture. There will be no constructive criticism unless somebody asks for it. And if they do ask for it, you have to do it so kindly because it's terrifying to create. So come on there, party with us. Funny, um, we will just be out for like two days. But what's so cool is that the community is so active. Yeah. That like, you don't even need us, but like we're there. We we hang out, but we're more like- When I very first joined- I originally got Discord for my Pokemon Go account mm-hmm. so I could get on like raids and stuff. So my name on Discord is McBirdie21. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, here's how to change it. And I was like, but I might not because my Pokemon Go. <laughs> Anna is low-key. Like, she doesn't mention this very often, but like low-key, she has like a part of her personality is centered around Pokemon Go. She's it's gone to conventions. She's gone to conventions. Okay. A conventions is a strong word. I gather at a very popular place sometimes for like GoFest. Sometimes. What's a GoFest? What is the definition of GoFest? Let me look that up. <laughs> it's basically like for two days. It's this big event for two days. Like a conference? <laughs> it's all outside, okay? <laughs> we love you know that what? i've embraced the nerdy part of myself it's okay honestly and i love that for you it was like when adeline grace talked about something you were like wait you love that too and you were just like wait be specific i went off I, it was amazing it was amazing mm-hmm. okay so we this is our question and answer episode to kind of celebrate the fact that we have had a hundred episodes hey. so we wanted to kind of yeah. go into those it's gonna be a lot of it's i've tried to like break the questions up so it's Mm -hmm. gonna be a lot about like our writing journey but then like podcast stuff and then just funny personal stuff so you love it go ahead start us off so i'm also sick so anna's carrying this episode yeah i got you guys hopefully i can deliver (laughs) well i'm just gonna drink my giant gallon of water proud of you you need that in your body (laughs) okay the first question is where are you in your writing journey um and we all know where selena is she's in her querying process which is like so oh that's so exciting i'm literally cheering her on so much so happy for you every single new thing that happens i'm like jalen this is the update in selena's like book journey and he loves to hear it Ugh, we so love jalen um i will like quickly go off anna i was like sitting there i was like anna talk about yourself because i want to throw up while you're talking about <laughs> me <laughs> 
Um, in terms of writing journey, so I am on my, so the reason why I decided to quarry is because I know that it's going to take a long time for people to get back, and I figured that it's going to be about at least three months before I get anyone's responses, and the next three months are spent on making my book legible, and I'm going to do two to three rounds of quarrying, and then if I don't get any, like, real follow-ups um, by like mid-June then I'm going to self-publish and I'm going to put it out in the fall so we can all have the autumn bookish read oh and it would be so aesthetic I know I have you like, have a plan if, I if, if it doesn't if I don't do traditional I won't be mad about it at all because I'm so excited I just feel like this book like I get to do whatever I want with it yeah. and I have created multiple secretive documents i created a secret website and the website's going to be littered with clues and the documents in the book are gonna, like i am like y'all are gonna have so much fun with this book yeah i just need to make sure it's good and well written but like but like the outside of the book <laughs> promotionally i'm there yeah <laughs> i'm proud of you but now it's your turn please talk for 10 minutes about it i feel like this is like <laughs> you need to address the entire thing and we're just gonna sit here and enjoy listening to you so go ahead thank you i obviously had to take a break from all of my writing stuff, Why, Anna? my pregnancy, and then I gave birth, and I was drowning in that. Um, and but so, hey, the talk last more time... about that though. Talk more about that because I feel like a lot of the time, on Instagram and on social media, there's this push to like create, even though, right? Yes. And that you need to push through things, and that you aren't a success unless you are creating something. And I think that we need to lean into the fact that you chose to take a second yes right so like talk a little bit more about that why what led to your decision making why you were glad you made that decision and how that's helped you become a better writer too yeah so i knew that like i just had to dedicate my mental capacity all to like getting ready for nolan to come and then as soon as he was here like i knew i was not going to be able to like jump back into things like i had to give myself time to like heal and then I needed to give myself time to basically learn how to have a newborn again and be present like with my family because like they deserve that and I deserve that um and so now like I finally feel like I'm at a space mentally where I feel like I can have that creativity like because I don't want what you don't want is be trying to push something if it's not 100% there because you're faking it yeah what I advice just, would you give to someone who's a new mother who's like hard on themselves about writing Oh my gosh, just give yourself grace, like give yourself mm -hmm. time to be messy and give yourself time to learn. You have to relearn how to do so much stuff with a baby mm -hmm. and you have, it's okay to put 100% of your mental capacity towards that. Yes, it is. Yeah. And I think sometimes we are on social media and we see so many people that are like, I'm a mom, but I'm also going to have a perfect kitchen. I'm also going to be super mm -hmm. well-dressed. I'm also going to have this. I'm also going, you know, and I feel like we this is anna and Celine giving everybody permission that like you don't have to be no that person and i think like you are such a better person because you take your time and the story inside of you is still blossoming well yeah and now it's had this chance to like evolve so before i had never been able to finish plotting out the story because there were just some pieces missing that i couldn't figure out how to make fit and within like the last week really i've completely finished plotting the story. I rewrote how like the relationship she has with her father and like is a big deal. It's how it's why she acts a certain way. And I had never gotten it to where it would make sense to before. And now I've completely fleshed that out. I fleshed her mother out. I have fleshed out 
basically all the plot points, um, which is something I really struggled with. And so now I just get to write like all the fun and I'm really excited because I feel like I'm, the story has so much more depth to it now. And I'm really excited for our writing retreat because I just get to like, I remember you really did celebrate me and I know how hard it would be to celebrate someone when like, like, cause I started my book back in November. Mm -hmm. So by the time that you were starting it at the retreat, basically. Yeah. And I feel like it would be really hard, like when you're trying to do something to like celebrate someone, but something about you is that you truly do celebrate people. Yeah. And I love that about you. And I'm so excited to be that for you. And I was telling Anna, I was like, I'm kind of glad that we were on a little bit different writing journeys because I get to just freaking cheer you on during your part. And I'm like, this is such a like a good thing for each other. Like, I'm so happy for you. I'm so excited to like hear about everything. And I'm really excited for us to do another writing retreat so I can just like hear you talk about your book. Cause remember how like I was possessed. I was a woman possessed at that last one. I was you like, were. and I'm so excited for you to be a woman possessed because there's really no different. No, there's no experience. Like sitting in a place where all you, the only thing you have to do, the only person you're responsible for is your story. Yeah. It was amazing. And it now, was, yeah, was, now I can't wait. Because I've written all these scenes out and I would start writing and then I'd be like, oh, but what next? And now I don't have, like, now I just, I don't have that. I know what comes next. So now so I just get to finally finish, like, all of the unfinished bits. So I'm afraid. And I think one of the things that I love about writing, um, as long as you're doing it in a positive way, because I think there's, I've definitely, like, had to struggle with where my lines are. I'm like, no, I can't write today because... I'm not using my nice voice in my head. Mm -hmm. Like I'm being very critical of myself. But one thing I really love about writing is that it, I have processed so much about my relationships with my own sister, my relationships with like exes that were really hard and stuff like that. Like I am a much healed person because of the story that I wrote and I'm excited to see how like it transforms you. Cause I feel like writing is such a therapeutic thing. It's so awesome. So I'm it's so proud of you. I'm like so unbelievably proud of you and like <laughs> I'm also love the fact that like sometimes whenever and this happened actually when I was when I was like Anna let's start this podcast everyone everyone said to me and I'm calling everybody out oh so you're not doing photography anymore and I was like no I'm just doing a little bit less so that way I can find more joy yeah I think that sometimes when we slow down on things or we like pause things people are like oh so you've given up you're like no I just want to make sure I give my best self to something. Yes. And so I have to, and I just think like now you're in like the book you would have written trying to push it through would be nothing compared to the book you're writing now. No, like, it, yeah, it definitely wouldn't have been up to par. So I yeah. freaking love you. Mm. Thank you. <sighs> All right. Next question. What piece of advice that you've received from authors slash guests has stuck with you? There's like two that I can think of off the bat. Go. The first is that I remember when we were talking with Rachel Griffin and she was like, I basically rewrote my book like four times and they were, it was completely different almost every time. And she was like, so it's okay, you know, to have a book that sucks at first and to completely rewrite your story to fit what needs to happen. Yes. And I loved Shelby Mahern's advice about how sometimes you have to write when there's a person knocking, like a little kid knocking mm -hmm. on your door. And especially and right when you don't want to. You have to write when you don't want to and i think like a lot of people make writing like this artistic aesthetic thing and a lot of it is just you having to push through so many of your mental obstacles to mm -hmm. understand um and the my like full-on shout out is that sh uh sasha has let me call her and talk to her he's like, a real g 
I will say this woman fights for the community. Like I think she's genuinely one of the best people I've ever met. And she has like read over my query letter and been like, this doesn't suck. Stop overthinking every other adjective. This is fine. Like you're great. She even sent me like, hey, these agents are looking for people right now. I think this is where you'd fit. Like what person does that? I know. So genuine. I just feel like we are very lucky to be surrounded by so and to have so many women on our podcast because we've only besides Justin we've only had one other we've all done females and most yeah. of them are moms yeah so get it so like how lucky are we we get to sit in this audience of just talented incredible strong people like literally ugh. creating and putting their work out into the world love them. West. <laughs> um and then another one is, what is one way you've improved your writing craft in the past year? I don't know if I can answer this yet. I'm excited to see how I improve this year. We'll say that. I'm trying to like answer. I'm like trying to dissect your writing. I'm excited to see one thing that I've learned is that you have to, <laughs> you have to put on an alter ego when you write. So you? I'm like a awesome. method writer. What yeah. were you going to say? I was like, you do. I sometimes I'm writing a scene I'll be writing a scene and the thought in my head will be like your family member is going to read this and I'm like Ugh, they're going to judge me so hard but no I cannot like I don't, this doesn't really relate to how have you improved your writing craft because I'm like first off I know I need to go so like I'll answer this actual question then I'll talk about alter ego is um you have to give your characters trauma you mm-hmm. have to give them a lie that they believe that isn't true and you have to give them something that they want desperately um and the love interest or the person that they're there it needs to love the opposite and i think that that's something like when i first started my book i just wanted eleanor to have an escape because i wanted an escape so i was like let's put her out some balls let's have her do these things and solve these puzzles and that was fun but like eleanor giving her things to work through it like makes her better in fact everyone so like all the other characters have these things they work through. And so when I got my feedback back from her, everyone's like, Eleanor's great, but I really love all of these side characters. And I was like, shut up, all of you. I hate all of you. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. And so I think like being comfortable in uncomfortableness, like in with imperfect characters has been a big one. But I'm gonna pull my own like string or tug my own horn to my own horn and be like, I'm really good at imagery. That is one thing I'm very good at. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I can make people feel like they're in the room with my characters. I can build tension and I can make them see and feel what I see and feel. Yeah, the same. You are. And I think I'm very good at visually creating it, but also like writing, create that. Like there's a lot of things I'm working on that I'm not good at, but I am really good at imagery. <laughs> like I'm there. You are. You are fantastic at it, honestly. Hmm. Yeah. But, oh, the alter ego thing. I will usually do my hair like the characters or I'll put on a blazer because I'm like in there. I It sounds weird, but like being able to, I will think about the person's feelings and emotions. I'll listen to a song, I'll write, or I'll watch something that reminds of that character. And then I will in some ways, quote unquote, mentally become that character. Yes. And not think about what I think about the writing or what people think about the writing. I have to physically become that the person that Because mm-hmm. I'm like, and it helps me so much like in not because if you're thinking about writing you're not actually writing yeah you know it's just not true and so yeah that's one way i've helped i love that honestly um do you have advice for someone who wants to start writing but feels intimidated oh yes um i think that the biggest thing is 
we get distracted often. Mm -hmm. So for me, the best advice I ever received, and I have it. So if you go on our highlights on Instagram, there's like writing one, writing two, writing three. So I've documented my entire experience, all of my pitfalls, all the times I've been really stressed. And in there, I'll share what other people's advice was. And so it's really, really awesome because someone shared a thing with me about writing sprints where you write for five minutes and you can't touch anything. You can't look up like how long a sword is or what a historical name is. You just have to sit there. And I think when we first start writing, we're like, I need to know all of this stuff. I need to stop and I need to find out what happens this year. And so telling myself that that's not this draft, that I just need to get the story on the paper. So I set the timer for five minutes, write with everything I have, the timer goes off. And then if I need to go look something up, then I can look something up. Then I'm going to set a timer for 10 minutes. And then I'm going to set a timer for 15 minutes. And usually by that point, I'm so invested and excited about the story that something comes for me. And I, I just think that we use distractions looking things up as a way to like, mm-hmm. I know I do. Mm-hmm. So that's just the thing is like, and you need to commit to, it doesn't have to be every day, but you need to commit to something every week that you yes. can actually achieve and then actually achieve it. So if it's once a week for an hour on Thursday nights, that's fine. You know, if it's 15 minutes every morning, that's fine too. What do you think? What is your... I think that's great advice. I think something else too that could be helpful is even if you just have one person that you tell this about that you're like, I'm kind of nervous, but like, can you help me? Can you hold me a little bit accountable? Because if one person knows, then they can be like, how's your story going? What's this like? What do you have figured out? And then like, it kind of forces you a little bit to be more open about it and think more about it because you're not in your own head. So like to yourself, you can be like, eh, it doesn't really matter but to that other person. It might, you know, so. I'm that person. I'm like, Hey, you sent me that scene and I can't stop thinking about it. Do you want to send me more of that? <laughs> I <laughs> um, know if you're listening to this and you're like, I wish I had somebody that would do that for me. Guess what? On discord. Discord is that mm-hmm. we have that. We have an entire list of right. There's a writing section and, there's stuff for the first draft slump and the editing slump. And then yeah. there's places where people can plan out writing sprints. And obviously we're on there too, but what's cool is like, if you just want to like throw up a link on Zoom and be like, hey, if anybody wants to join me, like we, writing sprints have been so helpful to like mm-hmm. keep you accountable, keep you excited and yes. you get to meet people that are writing and are scared just like you. It's fantastic. We love it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then, so what's been the most surprising thing about hosting a podcast? <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'll say this. It has really taught me how to have a conversation with somebody and like let them shine. Like I'm really good at listening and adding to a conversation. You really right. Are. And we've had to we've had to work out not using word fillers as much. Yeah. I mean, we're not perfect, but I think one thing that I love is um, Anna and I will. I don't know how to explain it, but like when we have our personality podcast personalities on, we just it's like a language i didn't know we could speak it and it seriously is, so is. Much fun like sitting there and talking to each other mm-hmm. and like sharing stories it is i started we started this podcast because i was like i need something to look forward to every week and it still is the thing i look forward to every week yeah. like it's my favorite thing so Same. as much as like i know that sounds weird but the most surprising thing about hosting a podcast is that it's still like one of the best thing that's that it's ever happened to me and it's just so much fun and like i cannot say there's ever been anything negative that's come from it like it's just been so much fun Oh, I know one. I never expected anybody to listen to me. Oh my gosh, same. <laughs> I never expected us to like 
have people that like buy shirts that say novel bound podcast on them or like i am still waiting for this to happen if it will ever happen to like see someone in the wild with a novel bound shirt on i would go feral i would like i would be so annoying i would run up to them and be like hi can i take a picture with you like oh my gosh you realize this shirt like it i would be annoying if i ever got a book published and i saw it at target i literally think like if someone walked into my book i'd be like hey i wrote that did you know that like did you side tangent did you see adeline grace's i think she made a tiktok about it i don't know if she put on instagram Instagram, her yeah, story about her mom <laughs> where her mom was like hey that's her book and then the girl like put it down or was you want to meet the author <laughs> I was dying laughing honestly though I would do that to my kid period I would too we love it um but I don't know what but like what has been your most surprising thing for you about hosting a podcast uh honestly it's just like I guess the most surprising thing has been the community that's come out of it. Like, cause we kind of did it and we were like, this will be fun for us, but I didn't expect to have like make so many friends online and like join this community and like have that area of my life. So filled. So. Yes. It has been really awesome. I also feel like we had some audacity getting authors on this podcast. Yeah, we did. And like now we have so many more books. So like, I'm just like sitting here, like, we are way more like we're way more cool on the internet than we actually are in real life oh yeah in fact okay the next question is have you ever been recognized by someone yes and selena's like amazing she gets recognized a lot um oh which is where i live you're fine it only happened to me once and on black it was black friday i was shopping and i had you no never told me the story okay go ahead did i ever tell you this you i was shopping yeah i was shopping on black friday and i was an american eagle because i was I was like, I'm buying new jeans. I'm not putting the pressure on myself to fit into my old jeans. I'm just going to buy jeans that fit. Side tangent Um, postpartum journey. Let's go. (laughs) And I was waiting in line. There was, and it was Black Friday, so the lines were super long. And there was a line for the fitting room and a line for the register. And somebody came up to me and they were like, they started talking. And like the point second where my brain was like, why are they talking to me? I was like, they're probably trying to figure out if I'm waiting in this line. And then I could see on their face that they recognized me. And so I was like, oh, they probably know my sister. And they think that I'm my sister because I look right. a lot like Marie and we always get twins recognized twins. as each other. Yeah. And so she was like, hi, do you have a podcast? And I was like, so th- it took me like four seconds to respond. I was like, I do. And she was like, is it novel about it? And I was like, it is. And she's like, yeah, are you Anna? And I was like, I am. I felt so dumb. I could not come up with like a response <laughs> what did she say? for her. What did she say? I'm like... Yeah, she was like, oh, my sister introduced me to your podcast. I'm like a longtime listener. And like, I love you guys. You're so funny. And I was like, oh, my gosh, thank you. I like, (laughs) if you're listening to this, I felt so dumb. I could not come up with a coherent response to her. I was like, it's so nice to meet you. I've never met anyone that's like recognized me before. (laughs) My first reaction would be like, oh, no, you know so much about my sex life. Mm -hmm. Well, and then (laughs) she was like. I feel like she could tell that like the air was somewhat awkward and she's like, is this the checkout line? And I was like, no, this is the fitting room line, but the checkout line starts right there. <laughs> it was like me. Oh, I've been there before. Yeah. I've been there before. And then we all, oh, I literally am like, okay, so you know about me, who are you? Or like, what's your Instagram handle? And as soon as I get their Instagram handle, I will throw up the DMs to see what we've talked about before so that I can. I like should have. But my brain was so empty at being recognized that I was like, oh, oh I get it. it was such a I, I, it's a weird moment. And so I yes, didn't deserve I, it. It felt like I was like, you shouldn't know who I am. I'm nobody. <laughs> literally, literally. So, yes, we have been recognized. It's a very startling experience. So surreal. Like, but I know. will say it made my whole day. 
I got out of that American Eagle. I texted Jalen. I texted my sister. I texted Celine. I was like, somebody recognize me, y'all. <laughs> that is, I think that's a really big accomplishment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It felt like a big one. Holy cow. Wild. Yeah. Um, okay, first fictional crush. Go. Peter Malark. Peter Malark. Mm, we love Peter. Y'all know I... it was uh, Percy Jackson for me. That was like, there was no, that was already at the tip of our tongues. Yep. No prep work needed. Um, who are they now? Lucas from Black Witch. Lucas Gray. <laughs> I love him so much. And also Peter Millard. We Still stand Peter healthy Honestly, you know what is, I think it's both of us being, having a shared TikTok, but I get like PETA and Katniss TikToks on my For You page. I stay getting them. They're like edits, but I I watch them all the time. And sometimes I'll watch them twice because they're so good. <laughs> Whose problem is it? Is it mine or is it both of ours? <laughs> I think it's both of ours at this point. <laughs> I love and I will stand Peter Malark with all my soul. I just think mm. he's the most, for someone that literally went through so much PTSD and trauma, he is the most wholesome person. Yeah, and he's so clever. Like the scenes where he's like, if it wasn't for the baby, mic drop. Mm. one of the best scenes in literature history and you had josh hutcherson play him which like it was so perfect as a 14 year old girl i was like, <laughs> he was everything he was perfect yes like and and what's crazy is like you know how like with jacob and edward were like yeah that was something i loved as we were kids he peter lark still stands the test of time he does someone give me drop me the fan fiction I'm every like, single time i see an edit of them i'm like but should i reread the hunger games I want to, but then I actually read it and I'm like, oh, it was so much happier in my head. It, it was literally some trauma happens. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. If you could live inside any book and then in parentheses, besides Harry Potter, Anna, <laughs> which would it be? <laughs> he called you out. Called me out. Our <laughs> listeners are savages. I love it. I'm trying to Once think. Once upon a broken heart. Ha, I got it. Oh. I would love to live in Stephanie Garber's world. That's a really it's, good answer. I feel like anything and everything can happen. Mm -hmm. Is it also vain if I say my world, the world I wrote in my own book because I like, wrote it <laughs> no, specifically you're like, you're for like, myself? <laughs> I was like, I want to live in a world like this. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Uh, what's a what's a book that where it's like high fantasy, but there's not some major board going on? <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I would like to live in Rachel Griffin's, one of her books, oh, and be a witch. Connected to nature magic? Count me in, babe. Yeah, there we go. Mm -hmm. Good answer. A crazy um, childhood story. Yes. You have one, Anna? I like, because I didn't prep for this, no. <laughs> Maybe we'll I, if I think of it. one. We'll come back to it. We'll come back. Um, did you ever write books when you were a teenager? Did you ever put them on Wattpad or the internet? They are saying that to get names. They are, and you will not, because I did not, because I was so ashamed of myself. But yeah, you know, we know we both probably wrote. I have like a whole legal pad. For some reason, I wrote it on a legal pad. This whole fake story. I've talked what about it before. Dolly Parton, I love that for you. <laughs> no. Dolly Parton always writes her songs on a legal notepad, and then she records them on a tape recorder or a tape cassette, and then emails them to her, or and then messages them. Oh my Mail. gosh, mails Mail. them. Yeah. <laughs> We got through in the end. And then they record it on a voice memo and then they sent, they text it because she's so like, this is how I do it. She has a system and it works. And we- um, I didn't write that. stories, I wrote songs. You did. I wrote a story that completely ripped off House of Night. And that, I never or the Bark series. It. 
the marked series hmm. remember that that's house of night oh <laughs> <laughs> love you babe <laughs> i'm pretty sure like let me wait house of night series there's like eight million books yeah that's the marked series there's one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve books maybe more 13 books in this series my heavens yeah there's a whole episode about that there is no go back to that yeah okay a crazy college you haven't told before (sighs) the the sad thing is is that like i wasn't really crazy in college so i was you were you shared some fun college stories i'm trying to think we'll come back to that we didn't prepare for this this was like let's just we're jumping into a blind Okay, will you interview Stephanie Garber again for Curse of True Love? Stephanie. If she'll have us. Yeah, babe. <laughs> we obsessively love that woman to a point where it's freaking creepy. So, mm-hmm. yes, if she will, we want that. Yes, we would We would die. <gasps> Ooh, here's a scandalous one. Have you ever denied an opportunity to talk to an author? Um, yeah, yes. Multiple times. We have. Because, yeah. like, it, I don't know, it just wouldn't seem fair, like, if we didn't love someone's book to have them come on the podcast and – yeah we have to like 90 percent love an author or their Mm -hmm. book before we put them on just because there have been a couple times where like when we were first starting out that we were like because we were still learning we were like oh we'll just have them on but then we ended up reading this book and not like loving it and then we still because you know i feel like we are people come to us for our recs right like people Uh like that's the one thing they come to us for so like we have to yeah you have to be true authentic Yep. So if we have someone on the podcast, it's because we actually do like them. Like we yes. don't do it for clout or for no. Like it's genuinely like we like their books. Yeah, because there really has been a couple times where we're like we should get this person on, like, and we we get more than halfway through the book and we're like, maybe we shouldn't actually. Yeah. yeah. So now our stipulation is we have to read their book before, before we bring them on our podcast. Before we say yes, yeah. Because mm-hmm. we've had a few people, like our awesome assistant Emily, she's always like, what books do you want? And I was like, me and Anna have to actually read the same book in order for, for us to go. Yes. Yep. That's the I know who we are. Um, Wait, what are your reading goals for this year? Yeah. I honestly, I want to read, I, I hit my reading goal last year, but it was like way less than I, like I hit it in like June or August. So I'm like, I want to have a little bit higher of a reading goal. And I just want to read more um, like new up and coming authors true i feel like that's something that i do feel like we've been reading a lot of like the authors like same books mm-hmm. yes like, you know what i mean like and i think it would be nice to like meet some new authors yeah. um for reading i just want to be kind to myself i've been really yeah. beating myself up about the fact that i'm like i've only read kindle unlimited books but like that's all i can do right now because my life is so stressful mm-hmm. and so like until i can get at a place where i can handle tension in books like i just need to be kind to myself and you do as long as i'm reading stuff that makes me happy that's all that matters and like, yeah i don't need to read a book because it's not physically a book you know what i mean yeah no i totally I agree kind of- honestly i I need, we all need to be telling ourselves that because it happened to me last year. I was like, there's so many books that I need to be reading so that I can be talking about them because they're this popular and blah, blah, blah. But just be kind to yourself. Like there's still like three or four books that I'm dying to read, but because where I'm at mentally, I'm like, I can't give it the attention it deserves. So I haven't read them yet. Yeah. And I think there's nothing wrong 
with not being in a place where you can read a, or finish a book. Like, because mm-hmm. otherwise, it, like last year, there were a couple of times where Anne and I both realized like, oh, it's not that the book is bad. It's that I'm not in a place where I can enjoy this book. And so I hate this book. And I think yes. like in order for us to continue to love the book, we have to stop. Um, for reading goals, I want to be able to read my own book all the way through and not die inside. Ooh, that's a good reading goal. I'm going to give that to myself as well. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I have it printed. Look, I physically have it printed. (laughs) That was my my wine glass, everybody. Um, I want to be able to read it and not die inside. And I'm not... Oh, every single time I start writing a new scene, I I cannot let myself go back to read what I previously wrote or else I will get stuck in how bad I think it is and that I have to rewrite it. I, okay, the worst part about Corrine is that now I'm reading it, thinking it as a agent reading it, being like, That's oh, hard. That's stupid. That's stupid. That's stupid. So I hate it. <laughs> I hate it here. Be kind to ourselves. Be kind to yourself, Celine. <laughs> um, I do have a crazy childhood story. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. One time, um, this was like two weeks before school. Uh, well, I, should I tell you about black eyes? Did I already share that story? I think you have. Yeah, we had two black eyes. <laughs> Multiple black eyes. I've always, like two years in a row, I had black eyes for school picture day. <laughs> um, that's, that's it. That's the tea. Dang it's it. funny. Your poor mom had to be like, I'm so sorry. You know, my mom one time got CPS calls on her because our neighbor was so petty. Here's a crazy childhood backstory. We, when we were younger, we lived in this cul-de-sac but like it was a weird cul-de-sac with like a hill and if you went down the hill you could go up another hill and there were these like beautiful peach trees that were on this guy's property and the whole neighborhood the kids would always steal his peaches from his peach trees and eat them i don't know why they were so yummy one time we stole peaches from his peach tree and they were on the very back of his property like he had to be looking out his window setting up a system to catch people stealing his peaches we took peaches from his peach tree Brought them home and ate them. And then, like, later that day, CPS came to my mom's house. He called CPS on my mom because we ate his peaches off his peach tree. She was ready to throw hands. My mom is a very, like, outgoing person. Like, my dad has this crazy story when they were dating. They, he, my mom grew up in Massachusetts, and she's a younger brother. And she took my dad to a hockey game with all of them. And somebody started yelling at her, my uncle. And she's, like... 411, right? She's our height. She gets up in his face and she's like, you will not talk to my brother that way. My dad was like, I was pretty sure she's going to get in the fight. I had to like drag her out of the arena. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, none of your siblings really remind me of that. So none, none at all. That's not a pass on. <laughs> Are you the so, same yeah. height as your mom? She's like five feet. I think she's like an inch or two. I thought you were taller than her. No, we're like all about the same height. Obviously my dad's taller, but short fan. your dad? I think he's like five, 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 six, five, seven. Wait, so. I'm t- I am so height blind. I am so height blind. Uh, you want to talk about height blind? I am. I was doing, okay, side story. I, w- I do Pilates with my sister now, just the easy classes because it's easy and it's something that I like, can get back into. We were doing this one workout and she was like, if you're under 5A, go to one. If you're above 5A, go to two for this like thing. And I'm just dumb and I had it on too. And she's like, came over and she's like, sweetie, you need to lower that. And I was like, oh yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
Was this just a flex? You're like, oh, sorry. When I was a cheerleader in high school, I didn't realize how beautiful I was. No, <laughs> it's because weird? the lady next to me had it on the two. And I was like, I don't know how tall she is. I'll just do what she's doing. <laughs> oh, this makes sense. This makes more sense. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I was yeah, like, Anna's doing Pilates and I'm sitting there like, okay, you go, girl. To be fair, I have been going to the gym every day, but like not happily. Yeah. <laughs> I've been so grumpy. Just um, I'm do like, it sounds impressive that I'm, that I'm doing Pilates, but I actually went to the gym the other day. I was dying. And in fact, Maria was like, should we do the gym today? And I was like, no, I did not want to. I'm that makes me feel so much better. Thank you, Anna, for sharing <laughs> that. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, okay, we have to talk about, we're going to end this with the best question. Yes. And I really want you to like take your time with us because you have so much to be proud of, Anna. <laughs> okay, what are you both the proudest of from work, writing, personal lives of the last year? Oh my gosh. I am honestly proud that we, so for work, I'm proud that we've gotten Novel Bound to like a place where it is. Mm -hmm. And then that we could use the money we've made from Novel Bound to go on a writing retreat highlight of 2022, even though it happened. I watched that highlight reel and actually cry. Yeah, literally. It like the feeling of serotonin that it brings on when I watch that reel. I'm like, oh, I wish we were back there. That was so fun. Obviously in my personal life, I literally gave birth to a baby. You know you can talk more about that anna's a, there's this thing where she's like oh i don't want to be a burden when i'm talking about things i'm proud of i'm like, like you can <laughs> no, say i feel like we've talked about it but like i am super proud of that honestly i'm proud of my breastfeeding journey it was like weird as that sounds we talked about it a little bit with my birth story we're like it was a really hard journey for me and i overcame it and i'm still breastfeeding and now i find immense joy from it so i'm very proud of you thank you what about your personal life uh my breastfeeding journey babe girl <laughs> That's about a baby. That's about mom life. What about you as a person, <laughs> Little Miss Anna? Um, honestly, ooh, yeah, no, I don't know. Anna's still kicking. She's I'm feeling hot. good. There Post we go. Post baby. Post baby, I'm feeling good. No, no baby, no more quit. baby blues. No PPD. No PPA. <laughs> I didn't know what that meant, but you got it. It's part of anxiety. You had that last no. year. No, well, I just had it with Lincoln a lot. We're like. I had to tell my, like, it was so bad that I, at night, would get up and be like, is he breathing? So I'm like, I feel good. Like, I didn't really experience any of that this time around. So, yeah. I also feel like you're in a very different place than you were in your life. Like, with Lincoln, Jalen was also graduating. And you guys were living in that apartment. Yes. I gave birth to Lincoln. And two days later, Jalen went back for his last semester. I was like, did full-time school is not easy and i'm not so it. proud of you and so i'm sure that that like when you don't know where you're standing and you are trying to navigate mm -hmm. and we were like living off of our savings i had like worked basically to make our savings where it was lived off our savings then yep. moved oh yeah it was it was a lot of unknowns and i'm super proud of you for that okay um from when it comes to work i feel like this is the best i've ever felt in my business for look for the light because i have an amazing team of um i have like two really talented photographers and videographers that work with me so every time that i work with them i just feel like this is the easiest best thing ever and then i also have a super amazing and we did so well in weddings and i feel like all my clients mm -hmm. were amazing and like the workload wasn't too hard and i just like that has been such a victory for me um where it was like it's my job it's my work and i love it but it's not my full personality which is yeah amazing. um and I made more money this year than I did last year, and I worked less, which is hey, hey. you deserve that. Um, for writing, I think like I completed a manuscript, and I think I don't 
I because I did amazing. it. I'm like, that's I'm like, well, because I did it. I guess I shouldn't be really proud of it because it's so messy. But like, I need to like give myself credit. Like this exists. You like this. That exists. is incredible. Like she's holding her book up that she printed, and it is like real. It's I'm big. So excited. Yeah, that's so much work. Proud of you. So much work. Um, and then personal life is I got my husband through medical school. Yes, that is. And I, I was the sole provider for seven years. I'm still technically the sole provider right now. I've gotten my husband through medical school and I've gotten my child. My child's alive. She was in daycare a lot of the time, but she was fed. She was loved. She was yeah. cared for. And I'm really proud of that. And I didn't like I didn't have as much body dysmorphia this year. Like I'm very normal. Yes. We need to and I'm, I'm in a, I have a great relationship with my husband. Like when you've when you've gone through medical school and you've had to do a lot of stuff alone, I feel like there definitely have been times where I've been resentful or felt like there mm-hmm. wasn't an even distribution. But like I like we did like a four week counseling thing last winter and it was so good. It was so good. And so Tanner and I like he's like genuinely my best friend. Like mm-hmm. love it. So yeah, that you guys deserve that happiness. Yeah, so do you. Happiness. Happy, happy, joy, joy. <laughs> happy, happy. Like, we're just giving off, like, happy, joy energy to everyone. Everyone deserves yeah. this. <laughs> they really do. Yeah, I'm really excited. What about this year? Like, what do you forecast this year for yourself? Like, what would your vision for? Oh, I don't – I'm, like, there are so many things that, like, I'm looking forward to this year. I'm looking forward to seeing you way more often because, Please. like, now that can happen literally all the time. Selena's possibly moving to California and I'm even excited for that. I'm just mm, putting it out there. Sorry. But like, I will be flying to visit you all of the time. You will be flying to visit me all of the time. Like, cannot wait. Driving even is a possibility. It's like eight hours. Yeah. It's eight hours and that's if you're driving the speed limit. In Nevada, like, there's no one there, so. No, there's no one there. And then, um. Like we possibly are looking into moving. Sorry, no one's starting. If you can hear him, he's like fed up with me. Yes. Okay, I'll pick you up soon. Um. So like things could be changing. Like we're very slightly like we could be getting a house soon. We like we're just we're going on a big family vacation. We make it like me and Jalen. It's kind of like our anniversary thing where we go to Universal. So I'm like, we might be going to Universal this year. That's something I really want to do. Um, yeah. So a lot of things, a lot of things lining up. I'm very excited. I'm also very excited for Novel Bound can go. We want to do a lot more like in person events. So like meetups and yeah. Yes, we're finally at a place where our bodies are alive and yes. can do things like I have like last year I was really like I needed to support my husband and help him and I I had to be the center of peace not like there was mm-hmm. conflict but like Adelaide and Tanner both were going through like Adelaide needs a mom that's like home and present and Tanner needed a wife that was home and present and so next year like we'll be able to like like I can actually have the freedom to go and do things because there's safety and security yeah and I'm so happy about that um my next like I love the idea of doing all bound stuff. I think I really, really think that we were meant to do this podcast to be community builders. Yeah. And I think like doing stuff and I don't think we'll ever do like in person, like writing retreats or whatever, like as like a business thing because mm-hmm. no. I don't think that like I like the fact that this is something that makes us happy and I don't wanna make like money on it. But like yeah, we don't wanna change we'll do like a call map ad <laughs> or something. Like it would be cool to make some money off it. Um 
my big goal is to get a book out this year. Yeah, that's whether, a big goal. Whether it's by finding a traditional publisher, which, by the way, feels very impossible. Like, it, like I need to believe in myself more. You do. But it's so hard to, like, believe It's scary, that. too. Like, it's a big step, I feel like. Yeah, because I never, I just don't, I have such a bad problem with myself. Like, mm -hmm. I cannot believe that one people will reread my book like people will be like oh my gosh so i'm rereading this because i love this scene and i'll be like why are mm -hmm. you rereading my book like you know what i mean and so i i know it ha like i love it but i just don't believe anyone else can love it so i hope that i really want to get this book published this year which is a mm -hmm. huge deal i want tanner to get a job i want us to have a like i want a place i want a place of my own yes. where i can settle my bones yeah um I don't know yet if I'm going to, like, obviously I'm booked out for the year for weddings, but with, Tanner will be making an income that's, like, big enough for us to, like, for me to focus on being, um, like, having more children because. Yeah, I know that's something you guys have wanted for a long time. Yeah, I've had to put on, like, my entire, like, mom journey on hold because I've had to be a, the sole provider. So, yeah. Which is fine. I've loved it, and I still love it, and I definitely think I'll still be doing weddings, but I think, like, I know that I'm supposed to have a family and so mm -hmm. I that will be my priorities will kind of shift that's why I always say you're a good example to me because mm -hmm. you are doing things that are like outside of mom life but yeah you are still making mom life a priority and I'm very excited to like see you do that like mm -hmm. that way I can learn from you so <laughs> I love you <laughs> I love you too um but yeah so family I really hope I get pregnant this year which I know you're like, like let's do in-person events. And I'm like, what if I'm throwing up? I'm like, I don't care. I'll power through it. It'll be fine. I will take care and of it. And if you're throwing up and miserable, there's no expectation. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Anna's carrying this, but to be fair, you really do. That's what I love about our partnership is that when one of us is just like feeling super sick or tired or whatever, like the other person just picks it up and that's what I love about us. So yeah, like um, right we're now going on a writing retreat in the next month or two. Like that's happening. The second that I know where we are living mm -hmm. and like our plan which has been the longest experience in my life like it, it mm, yeah <laughs> i have called anna like crying like so many times just being like i just need to know where we're going and the the offer that we've been given in california is so amazing and so like it's it's really really good and so mm -hmm. if that works out that's going to be amazing it's going to be in my hometown like where i grew up like it's going to be awesome but if it doesn't I'm like gonna forget, but once we know where we are going, Anna and I are going to go to the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, and it's gonna be such a moment. I am so excited about that. Mm. And then, like once again, we are gonna just find ways. Like I was like, I just want to see you every month because last year I think we only saw each other twice. I know it's hard. It's what's hard is you, it's just so hard to get to each other. It's a nine-hour flight minimum. Yeah, and then she was pregnant for a lot of it, and she needed to be a supporter and stuff. And then I was with Tan, like I could mm -hmm. not move. I could not move yeah. I had weddings and stuff. So this next year, the hope is that basically like we have, she can like, you know what I mean? Like, and Nolan can travel. Yes, we'll hang very out easily. So that's a hope. I really just want to hang out with my best friend. I've missed oh. you so much. Like as a, like I've just missed us like solving little murder mysteries together. I know, uh, I didn't. So for Christmas, I got Celine the Nancy Drew to hunt a killer and they had it on sale at Barnes and Nobles and I almost bought it to be like, let's do this over Zoom together. <laughs> why didn't we, Anna, do it, go get it. I don't know why, because I was like, is that weird? <laughs> why would that ever be weird? I would be like, this is pure love. This is pure love. <laughs> yeah, get it. When you go to Barnes Noble next, get it today. Let's do it tonight. I just want to hang out with you so bad. It would be so fun. Mm -hmm. 
It would be. Yeah, I just think that was my main, like, my goal this year for 2023 was to make in-person friendships. Hopefully it means that I get to hang out with you more in person. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. We're, yes. we're manifesting that out into the world. We love you guys. Thank you so much. And I hope you guys have a great, like, I hope that everything that you want in this year goes well, too. So. Yeah. Same. We love you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.